morning, Coach Stacy. We're back at it again this morning, and I love it. Yeah, for sure, man. Good morning. It's always good to be back. You know, waking up uh, this early is always a little bit easier when you got a podcast to look forward to. Uh, definitely is. And uh, shout out to the boss man who walked in this morning as well. He let us come in a little bit later this morning. So. Yeah, for sure. It's always nice to come in a little bit later. The mind of a football coach podcast really appreciates Randy West, soon to be Dr. Randy West. Uh, did you know that? Uh, did you get his doctorate? I knew he was working on it. Uh, how soon is he going to finish it up? I don't know. Here shortly. I, I'm going to get him on. Um, he, t- he said this morning, I, I didn't try very hard. I tried hard to get him on. I'm going to get him on the podcast and then give him some great introduction when he comes on. <laughs> and make him, he said, make him, uh, what, what did he say? Make him embarrassed because, um, man, what a good, what a good boss to work for for sure. So, coach, this morning, man, we just we're just meeting, we're talking. We've been texting a lot. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, you know, just kind of been talking about some, or you know, been texting a little bit about some, I guess, some deeper life things. Mm-hmm. You know, some stuff more on the spiritual level, more than just sure. you know, our little sort of worldly way. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we talked. I've talked on the podcast before about Catholicism and what that means to to me. And I mean, I I know for me, it's it's things that are old. I've, I've talked about this a lot on the podcast, but you know, you, when you can trace the history of my faith tradition all the way back to like Peter, and I'm actually there's a, there's an email chain I get that talks about every pope. And you can see like how it connects all the way back. And that's cool for me. I think that's a, uh, something that's very, very powerful. Yeah, see that like direct lineage of how the teachings have been passed. Mm-hmm. And I like looking at, too, there's like a Vatican website and they have the writings of the popes. And if somebody says something that was true in 1912 and it's still true today, I, have a, I just think, oh, that's probably a good idea, <laughs> you know. Go to the Vatican website, read like Pope Pius the Tenth or Pope Pius the Twelfth. Uh, JP two has a lot of writings in there as well. Uh, but then to look at the old saints, Saint Augustine, Saint Thomas of Aquinas, and obviously with the Bible, uh, you know, sacred scripture. But then you have these these people building not on top of it, but giving you a lens through which to look at it. Right. Because I I always think it's funny when people. At a church will say, oh, we just teach the Bible. Well, that's true. All you would do is stand up and read the scripture and sit down. But if you preach about it, then there is some sort of tradition. There is some sort of lens through which you read that scripture. You can say that about any faith tradition. You can say, you know, Islam, Christianity, Hindu. If somebody is espousing on what they've read, there is some sort of tradition with that. Right. Um, so I was always looking for which tradition was right. Like, or which one has the most evidence for it? And so I landed on Catholicism, personally. Hmm. See, yeah, that's pretty interesting to me. You know, kind of as we, like, texted and stuff, you know, I kind of grew up in the typical, like, Methodist doctrine, you know. I never went to any other churches that weren't Methodist, you know, other right. than, like, maybe visiting, like, a friend's Baptist church or, you know, just going to, like, a more non-denominational type of church. You know, just sort of as like I grew up into college and stuff, you know, of course, sort of fell out of like the habits, you know, the just the ritual of going to church. You know, I was one of those guys I was you know, going to church every Sunday. You know, we always had youth group on Wednesdays. 
even went on a few mission trips there like actually went to swaziland africa you know, yeah, straight yeah. out of high school that was the first yeah actually that was my graduation trip mm-hmm. um but you know kind of those ideas that like i had been texting you with was you know like asking you know why specifically you chose catholicism you know was it the ritual part of it you know was mm-hmm. it sort of like that strictness you know giving you all that guidance mm-hmm. Because I guess kind of what I've been looking at in my own life recently is just kind of looking more towards the, like. I feel like I understand the spiritual side of religion, mm-hmm. but it was more so the practice. I wonder mm-hmm. I've started to question recently, like if maybe that's the part of it that I've mm-hmm. the connectivity that I don't really have that I've maybe mm-hmm. been craving or mm-hmm. to a sense. Sure. Yeah, we were talking before the podcast about, you know, who. Do we have Sunday school and Catholicism and now everybody just everybody goes to mass? I mean, I think there's places that have some sort of like Sunday teaching place for adults to gather the, that those types of things. Sure. But everybody is together and we're one in the mass. And that includes kids. <laughs> You'll hear like screaming babies being carried out of the mass. And uh, that's cool. I think it's that's who that's his body of believers is we are old young and uh that's why i like baptism in in my tradition in, in catholic tradition because i mean you baptize a child as a baby you're baptizing them into the family of god and the people that are there with you the godparents are saying we're going to help raise this child so that's the to me it's, that's practicality it's we are going to start this when they are infants and try to raise them into people that love the Lord, love their church family, uh, and believe the catechism because uh, the Catholic catechism is thick. It's hundreds of pages, which is good. It's not a rule book per se. It's this is this is how you obtain fullness of life. This is how God wants us to live in community with ourselves, with others, with the community around us. Okay, so that. The book that you gave me this morning so that's what that's kind of all about it's sort of like it's sort of the defining guide for how catholics should live is that like, right is that getting there yes and uh what do we believe about certain things right and it goes into very personal parts of people's lives too so it's but it's also it's big picture it's society it's what we believe about god what we believe about ourselves all that kind of stuff yeah, and so that's really like the part that I was like getting at with, you know, when I'm talking about practice and what that means to me, you know, the practice of going to church, like I understand mm-hmm. the importance of that, you know, I've experienced mm-hmm. all that and I've got to like be honest, you know, I'm not really interested in making that a part of my life. You mm-hmm. know, when I look at the world and like the spiritual side of things, I feel like I have a pretty good grasp on like the spiritual aspect. Mm-hmm. But having that defining guide of how to live it every day is kind of like what I've looked at and Mm -hmm. realized like, man, I've been like really arrogant and kind of thinking like, you know, I don't need religion. I don't need this or that Mm -hmm. just based on the fact that I think I have it all figured out. And, you know, I kind of need as I texted you, you know, Mm -hmm. need to be humbled in that unknowing. And that's where I've just been curious, you know, especially from your perspective as someone I respect, like, you know, what was it about that practice or that defining guide that like you find so crucial? I find that there's answers to life's 
hard questions. Uh, there's teaching on, uh, like this one I just pulled up from Pope Pius X about um, on organize on labor organizations. So the Catholic Church will have teachings upon these. Are, this is an encyclical on the Vatican website. One things even that deal with, hey, how do we deal with um, like labor strife, strife, labor issues? Uh, how do we deal with uh, you know, something that's big in the Catholic Church right now? How do we deal with uh, like birth control? How do we what? How do we talk about who is saved? What is salvation? Uh, and those are all questions I've had my whole my whole life. You know, how do we how does this all work together? And to find a place where there's teaching, there's writings, uh, there's a there's a standard for this is how this should look. Uh, that's very appealing to me uh, because there's an answer. It's not oh how do you feel about it because how I feel about it can change from day to day. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. I mean, my opinion can waver and change. There's a lot of things that can weigh on that. Right. Um, so you know when it has been firm and now it's loving but it's firm but it hasn't changed very much in 2000 so years uh then i can say okay i can live my life based on that because it gives me uh, the freedom to live in that obedience if i'm obedient to that i feel like i have more I, okay i feel free like i don't have to think about okay what are how do i live this out correctly it's already been said right it's already been said this is what you do okay cool i can do that and then i can focus my the the energies of my life elsewhere and doesn't leave much room for confusion it you should know, it, it, right right we should all be on the same same page now is that true in catholicism at the moment no uh is it is it true with any of sure. the major religions no no like, uh yeah. but if you know like in Emily and I were talking last night. I guess somebody over Easter had this really ridiculous Easter service, like a, a Protestant church. And Emily looked at me and she said, one thing I love about Catholicism is the mass is the mass. It, you should be able to walk into a Catholic church and know what to expect. This is the order of service. This is what I'm going to hear. This is what's going to happen. I can bring my family to this. There's not going to be anything unexpected where I have to pull my kids out of the pew. <laughs> You right. know, like, holy cow, what's going on here? Um, I've walked into churches as a younger person and going, why the heck am I here? Like, what is going on? Right. You know, I thought I was in a Christian church. This does not look how I would want it to look. I'm not saying it's wrong necessarily, but what's going on here? Mm -hmm. uh, but we know what to expect in a mass. This is what it should look like. This is the order of service. This is how it should be said. Uh, and for somebody with five children now, that's very appealing as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that a lot. And I think there's some like really appealing aspects of that, that like sound favorable to me. And then there's other parts of it that, you know, maybe aren't really as aligning with like my personal ideals and beliefs. Mm -hmm. Cause you know, I, and I don't, want to talk as to any way as if I'm an expert of other religions or anything, but I do like to read into like other religions and, you know, sure. and kind of just to hear how they teach about things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, kind of like, I think we may have mentioned it before, sort of that idea of what's called that perennial philosophy that like all the main religions are like aiming towards that same goal, aiming towards that same direction, but maybe they're all just taking their own paths. 
you know, I feel like I've been stuck in that belief and that's like restricted me from being able to fully commit mm-hmm. to any one certain way. Sure. You know what I mean? Because I'll sit here and I'll look at Catholicism. I'll understand it's a field and I'll look at like typical regular Christianity, mm-hmm. even Judaism, what like no matter what it is, mm-hmm. I sit there and I see these sides to all of it. I see the arguments for why each is like right in its own. Mm-hmm. And I guess that just I don't know, it's left this sort of like blank spot in my life where I'm looking for like I know what's morally right and wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know good versus bad. I know how I should live my life. Mm-hmm. But it, what's behind that I'm missing is the why why Mm. is this like why should i live my life this way you know living it with a purpose i guess you know i don't want to say my life hasn't had a purpose because that's far from the truth right but i feel like i've just been missing that greater reason for the things that i do Mm. yeah and i i can say with 100 percent for me 100 percent certainty that is one of the main reasons why I am Catholic is it gives me great purpose in life, knowing I'm standing on the shoulders of people who have come before me and there's a way to do life and in the sacramental life. So in, in, as Catholics, we believe in sacraments. So we have like Eucharist, baptism, confirmation, confession, marriage. Uh, there's like last rites and it can hold all of the catholic church and its teaching can hold all the all the parts of life the good the bad all that stuff there's a there's a it's a way there's a way to deal with all the stuff life throws at you and uh, i have found that to be very comforting um yeah especially you know confession and then eucharist those are things that man they can just fill you up um, and give you energy to to go forward you know sometimes when life is hard um yeah yeah and i mean i would always kind of compare like when i hear catholics speak on like the experience of like confession and stuff you know i always imagine i related to my experiences like growing up methodist like you know we always had the altar call at the end of service like that was sort of like if you kind of like need to come up and like handle your own business like hey you come on up and like and y'all and i totally identify with that you know that freedom of being able to just genuinely let something go and move forward mm-hmm. and i guess that's what i've just been looking for is like that tool to help me like like go of like things mm-hmm. like you know what i mean mm-hmm. like something that's came up in my life recently is just you know like i am a pretty temperamental person like, mm-hmm. i mean i'm not ashamed of that i find it just as a part of myself and then I find myself like holding on to grudges more and more as an adult. And I kind of look like, you know, what was that difference in being able to like forgive and forget and like actually move on and like in a much healthier way, you know, as I like had a teaching behind that, you know, I had a teaching for why forgiveness was important. Mm-hmm. And I guess, yeah, that's just kind of like what I'm out there looking for at the moment mm-hmm. is kind of finding like a teaching that best fits into what, like how I see the world and everything else. Maybe yeah. not just to fit with what I already believe. You know, obviously, I need to be challenged a mm. little bit in my beliefs. That's not. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And Catholicism is a deep pool, man. <laughs> so you could read Catholic teaching the rest of your every day, the rest of your life, and never get to the end, to the bottom of it. Uh, 
Now, you could read the whole catechism, obviously. Uh, but I, I'm I mean, when I say that, I mean to read all the saints, to read the St. Thomas St. Thomas Aquinas, to read the St. Augustine, to read St. Francis of Sales, and the list just goes on and on and on. Uh, so there's a lot of good truth in there. It's, just, it's finding it. And the great thing now about the internet is you can just Google it, you know, and you can find that, that truth and what it, and how it relates to you in your life. Because uh, that's how, that's what I, that's how I found it. I found it on YouTube first. I went and YouTube searched. Uh, I was watching YouTube during COVID. And I found this guy named Bishop Robert Barron. And he has these short clips about Catholic teaching. And it sparked my curiosity. And I said, who is this guy? And then obviously it gives you suggested videos of other Catholic YouTubers. And, oh, okay. Like this is, this makes a lot of sense to me. Because uh, reading's cool, and reading's essential, but it's also cool to be able to watch YouTube, <laughs> you know, and get right. your and get some information quicker uh, from somebody. And I think that's that's very very helpful. That was very very helpful for me uh, in my early search for, you know, what's what's the what's I think all Christian churches are have truth, they have goodness, but like what is the like what's the Rolex? What is the original? Mm -hmm. What is the the one that came first that all these others come out of that branched off of that branched off of and it, yeah the Roman Catholic Church is I mean, even orthodoxy comes off of that um, I think orthodoxy is similar uh, but yeah like it says in the Catechism it talks about um, in the churches and ecclesial communities which are separated from full communion with the Catholic Church many elements of sanctification and truth can be found yeah Amen. All of these blessings come from Christ and lead to Catholic unity. Members of these churches and communities are incorporated into Christ by baptism, so we recognize them as brothers. So it's not like, hey, you're over there, you're bad. It's we're brothers, just we're separated brethren. We have some differences in theological opinions. Okay. Yeah, and I, I like that a lot. You know, I, I think like, and I hate to sound like all I read is like, Aldous Huxley, but you know, I've really, like I said, I've been reading that book recently, Perennial yeah. Philosophy, which is very slow read because man, there's a lot to unpack it oh, for sure. like every two pages. So, yeah, you know, and kind of like the way he starts the book is just looking into like, you know, how God has been expressed in these different religions and like the idea of God, mm. you know, and he speaks about like, you know, I can't remember the exact saying, but basically just like, you know, God is within everything, but all like mm. God is everything, but also within everything, mm -hmm. you know, basically just God's universal, like, mm -hmm. however you want to sit there and interpret that. And, you know, I feel like from my perspective, I've been. When it comes to the spiritual side of things, I've been strictly on like the worldly side of things, mm. you know, being spiritual in the sense of being like out in the mountains, walking on a trout stream and just being like mm. absolutely all inspired like in the creation of everything, like seeing how it all comes together so perfectly, mm. you know, the way the mountains create the stream, the way the stream creates the habitat for the insects, the insects like feed the fish, like, mm. you know, and just like, just the way it all comes together so perfectly. But then I feel like it's that inside, like the looking within is that mm. part that I've been like missing out on. I've only been like looking outward. Mm. So I guess that's what I was yeah, kind of like when I texted you the other day, it was just really that's kind of the heart of what I was getting at was, you know, like what really like led you to that and led you to like, hey, this is my answer and this is where 
Yeah, you sound like a Franciscan. Uh, St. Francis of Assisi was quoted as saying, Brother Bear, Sister Sister Moon, that kind of stuff. Uh, maybe I'm misquoting that, but it's something of that nature. Because all that shows us how good God is. He created all this. And we can get into the debate, as we do as Christians often. Was it sixth grade creation? Was that literal? Was it not? I'm not into that. <laughs> I just know God created it. Mm-hmm. And we we see the goodness of God when we're in nature. And we right. see, okay, like he he meant this for our good. These are things that he has for our enjoyment. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, and when I'm like, you know, when I really feel that on like a deep spiritual level, you know, like people talk about like being one with nature. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. however it is you want to describe that. But, you know, like for me, like I feel no different from like the very like things surrounding me, you know, like mm-hmm. it feels like we're all a part of like the same mm-hmm. You know, we just all come from that same, like, you know, if we all came from that same God or that same creation, well, however it is and wants to be described, you know, there's nothing separating me from the trees, the plants, like, you know, we're all made of that same matter. And I don't know, I just love that connectivity and, you know, I'm really just looking as to how to find that within as well. I also, I think, too, that the cool thing about being human is God came and took our form because he made, we were made in the image of God. Like in Genesis talks about, we were made in the image of God and God, the form of Jesus came down and took our form. And Jesus is the culmination of the divine, right? In the material, it became, became one, one flesh. And yeah, that's so cool how God comes into our world. Cause it's some really in Christianity. That's what we believe. But in other religions, it's, you know, God's over there. He's out there. We're not good enough to be like him. But a person of Jesus, he came down and showed us it's good to be human because he became one of us. And we can become like him. And how do we become like him? Through the sacraments, through following the teachings of the church. Uh, yeah, that's so that's another reason why I love the whole Catholic Catholic teaching on what it means to be human. Because I was taught growing up, my flesh is bad. And how could it be bad if the Lord Christ, the Lord Jesus came down himself and right. became a human being? Because uh, telling people they're bad can jack people up all kinds of ways. You're bad. You're bad. Well, what do you mean I'm bad? How do I become good? What does that look like? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, I can always speak for myself, but yeah, it's, when you tell people they're bad because their flesh is bad, that's a bad, te- that's a, not a good teaching that some churches get into. Yeah. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say there for a second, but uh, <laughs> I just lost it. That's fine. So we have, we have time. We're on a podcast. And it's, it's cool getting into, you know, we can do a, 10 hour podcast on religion and philosophy and well, there's definitely places you can go to get that. There's places you can read YouTube channels. You can watch all that kind of stuff. Exactly. And that's what I love about like what I describe as like the spiritual experience is that it can be experienced in so, so many ways that, you know, we can all 
like all human beings can find that connectivity in like some way, you know, that mm-hmm. purpose, that meaning, like that moment that they feel like the, you know, the world just makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, just kind of as you were touching on there, like the idea of like, it's, I don't know, when you're talking about becoming like, you know, Jesus coming down and taking our form and like showing like, okay, well, how can we be better? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like kind of like, taking your existence to a higher level mm-hmm. you know what i mean taking it to a higher purpose existing on a higher plane however it is you want to sit there and say that and i think that's like the really cool part of it is you know having a greater purpose behind it all mm. to like yeah just improve yourself and make yourself better and you know hopefully in turn make the world around you better and i kind of feel like that's yeah. what like i have naturally it's just like you know that's what i was taught as a kid you know and whether that was a religious teaching or just having parents that you know were just good people that taught me right from wrong and yeah it's just a beautiful thing it is thank you for coming on this morning my friend i know i don't know why the bells ring we're not at school this morning but it rings yeah for sure man and it's just about perfect timing for that bell too that's awesome let me love it when i can't end the recording I'm still live on the podcast. There we go. Well, thank you for coming on. Yeah, for sure, man. And listeners, thank you for listening. And uh, welcome, welcome back, back on. I'll come back on sometime next week and do another podcast.